So first off, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and your career before Implicity. Sure. Um, my name is Sarah Whitmore Hines. I am the owner and founder of Amplicity Communications. A little bit about me. Um, I come from originally a news background. Uh, back in the day, I was dead set on being an anchor woman. And then I realized after college, I really pursued my passion, went to New York, um, worked for NBC News, did the page program. Um, situation and got great opportunities and experience, met amazing people, worked on everything from Saturday Night Live to the Today Show to Dateline where I was a supporting production assistant and then went to CBS News and worked on their news radio side. Um, after being there for a bit, I realized maybe the news life wasn't for me, but I wanted to find a balance. So I left New York, came back to Boston, and landed at a PR agency in Boston at the time. I, I come from a news background myself, <laughs> so my first kind of real-world experience was working the assignment desk. Yes. So I feel like anyone who's in a media-related field should do like six months of news at least just to kind of, you know, it's a because you learn so much. You learn so much, and you're, it's a really humbling experience. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you're part of everything, but then at some point it's not part of anything at the same time. And I feel so fortunate because every step along my path, I've met incredible people and learned from all of them. In fact, I had dinner um, just a couple nights ago, randomly how things work, with one of my first internship bosses at Channel 5. And she's local. She's now head of PR and communications for South Shore Health. And we just ended up crossing paths over the holidays. And you know how you distinctly remember someone's voice and the way they present themselves? We were just out doing last-minute holiday stuff. And I looked over. I'm like, I know that person. I'm not quite sure how. And I just didn't want to interrupt. But I also was like, I'm going to regret if I don't say something. And so she made such an impression on me. So I went over. And then we ended up reconnecting. And it's just like I feel like that's in a lot of industries. But the entertainment, media and marketing worlds, you always end up crossing paths with people and just learning so much. Talk about the transition from the TV production side to the Marcom side, because a lot of people do that. Yes. I believe, you know, the TV side, you have to be not only passionate, committed, but you have to be incredibly convicted to sacrifice most in order to pursue a career in journalism. And for me, the balance of work and family um, outweighed the passion to completely just be at the news desk for every holiday. I don't mind long hours. I don't mind the overnights. But being away from family during you know traditional moments mm -hmm. is not something I was willing to sacrifice. So that's what led me back to Boston and why I thought you know striking a balance on the PR side. I landed at. Um, a boutique PR agency where they, much like the news industry, just threw you in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was sink or swim. And yeah. I started on the public affairs and tech side. And at that point, it was biotech. And then I quickly realized I was cut out more for the consumer and lifestyle side. But I loved the crisis side and, like, the media management side and having to, like, think on the fly and, like, get everyone in the same room and strategize. So that's kind of where I went to the PR side and why. And I stayed at that agency for close to eight years and ended up heading up their 
consumer practice and then started to have a family. And then you look at agency life and you're like, okay, how do I balance this? Because as a perfectionist and just wanting to do what's best, um, I never want to half what I'm doing. And agency is also a very committed profession. And having children and working at an agency, at the time I'm totally dating myself, but we were doing like press kit mailings at a post office. So I couldn't, you know, do, you know, the mom thing and do the, you know, 11.59 p.m. at a post office, making sure it's, you know, stamped at the right time. So that's kind of the trajectory as news to PR. Talk about starting your own your own business. Yeah, so after agency, I went, we moved from Boston to the South Shore. And I had the opportunity to work at a juvenile gear brand. And I started with them from the ground up, essentially, and was with them for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And so I had the opportunity, I'm so grateful, to have agents, like news experience, agency experience, and then in-house brand experience, because it gives you a taste of all of it. Mm-hmm. And you get to learn what you love, what you aren't so in love with, things that you can do better, and how you want to do it on your own. And I feel like a lot of people during COVID went through a lot of different mindsets and reassessments on what's important to them and the value that they can add. And so I was, you know, I had a great career there, but it was time to go and do my own thing. And I've always wanted to have my own agency, but do it with the best of practices that I've learned. So that's how Amplicity came to fruition. In the middle of COVID, where every business was trying to figure out how to market. And there was such an opportunity to help people. So we really, you know, I had a great guide and he's part of our team who really sat down, helped me map out a business plan and how to really do it and figure out, you know, what it looks like. And the premise with starting Amplicity was helping small businesses learn how to market and grow. So for those that don't know, what is Amplicity? <laughs> what is Amplicity? So for people that love made-up words, <laughs> that's what Amplicity is. Okay. It's amplifying um, your message simply and effectively. We like to do think that messaging can be simple and powerful, and communication is the way to do it. So that's how Amplicity came to fruition. And we are an integrated marketing firm. I, while my you know background is in PR, I'm also very mindful of the marketing landscape. And it's changed so much, and it changes daily, if not by the second. And so while PR is always in my blood, I'm looking at how to impact businesses, both small and large, um, you know, from startup to established, and looking at the digital marketing landscape, looking at branding, looking at really how to make an impact for the, you know, marketing goals and audience. So the the name come pretty quickly to you, or was it something that you were kicking around? <laughs> it was, you were talking about some made-up word, you know? Well, you know what? I feel like I always love to bring a little bit of creativity and my own flavor into things. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't create your own business right. and want to jump in and do that. Because while starting your business is incredibly um, amazing, and it's definitely a leap of faith. And I feel very fortunate that I have a team of people that have helped me create 
the business that we now have. And so the name, I can't take credit fully for the name. It's definitely a think tank situation where I was able to like get some of my favorite people that, you know, I started Amplicity and I had the opportunity to work with people from past lives and then bring in people in current life and really create a team that is almost like the anti-agency agency where, you know, a lot of people are like, marketing agencies I think sometimes have a stigma as far as like, especially for small businesses, sometimes like I can't afford it. It's, I I should know this, but I don't know this, but I don't want to ask. (laughs) And, and then also just understanding like my whole point is being accessible to people at any stage of their business. And so I was lucky to work with you know, colleagues from my old agency life, people that I've always wanted to work with. So we were able to not only create kind of where we wanted to go, but the name and all the processes that are now Amplicity and evolving (laughs) daily. (laughs) It's always evolving. So talk about some of the services you offer. So the services we offer are really focused on the whole create, communicate, and execute. So creating messaging, branding, logos, um, and really guides to help people have consistency and cohesiveness across their business. And then doing an assessment. I think one of the things you were asking or, you know, wanting to talk about was, you know, what is the biggest miss of businesses and brands and what should they be thinking about? And I think the first important step is assessing where you are. Mm-hmm. and what your business and marketing goals are, what you've done, what you're currently doing, and what you want to do, and then putting together a roadmap to get there because you can't do it all at once, but you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so typically people love to just go right to social media. Like, can we do social media management? I'm like, okay, well, what are your goals? <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that's unique to Amplicity is that I've really invested in people and technology. And on the people side, that's the relationship side that's bringing in people from all different backgrounds so we can innovate, so we can have seasoned experience. But then the technology side is something that we've continued to invest in. And this year we're doing even more of where we have platforms that we can do assessments um, on SEO. We can do assessments on social media, organic, paid advertising, what the holes are that small businesses might not see that they're not doing, and then create really effective plans to get them to where they want to go so that's and so did I answer your question it's more along the lines you totally did (laughs) because I I mean because we run this because we we work a lot of production service clients and people as you know people like oh I need a video for social media or I need a video for this and it's like well what what's the story you're telling what's the point of this video yeah what's the goal yeah what do you want to do do you know your target audience yeah they just know they need to do it but they don't have the The why and the roadmap yeah they just need you just need a consistent message, a consistent look, and then a roadmap on, and your target audience. Like, wh- who are you talking to? Because you're probably talking just a little bit different mm-hmm. to different people based on the goal, based on the need, based on the service. So, yeah, so the create is the branding, yeah. messaging, look and feel. Um, and then the kind of communicate is really based on the assessment whether it's paid ads that make sense, but you really want to start with a website for the most part because you want to drive people to Mm -hmm. something. And then you have other ways to communicate based on what you've done and what your goals are. 
Do you run into the issue where people just try to cram so much into one thing and you're like, no, that's yes. more like four or five different things. Yes, that's one. where the simple and powerful yeah. come from. You can only say so much. And so one thing I know, you know, being consistent, but then also really simplifying our message, like, what do you do? Right. What's your value? And what are you trying to put out there? Like, what do you want people to know about? And why are you different? Yeah. And sometimes it's not necessarily you have to be completely different than anyone else. You just have to be relatable and yeah. add a service and target the people in your area if yeah. you're a small business. Right. So, cool. um, Any particular clients that you want to mention or shout out? <laughs> shout out. I love all of our clients. But okay. I think one of the things that, you know, I feel very fortunate is we scaled up fairly quickly. Okay. And we started with small business, and then we ended up, based on relationships and experience, working with national and global brands. So the ability to work with clients like Train for Life, that's a gym right down the street, um, Perfection Fence, which is a 30-year-old um, family-run business, you know, um, DM Essentials, which is a health and supplement line that's created by um, – and you know, marketed by Dr. Cupero, who's right in Hanover, you know, really looking at health and wellness, fitness, lifestyle, home and garden, and local businesses that are doing great things mm -hmm. right here in Marshfield, but then also having the ability to work with incredible brands and companies like um, Fit Learning. It's an educational platform. Okay. Um, no CD is a mental health and wellness platform that is created by someone that has OCD. And there was no accessible platform to help. And so he created that platform and his mission was to get it covered by health insurance. And so now he has a whole PSA campaign. He has a spokesperson in Howie Mandel. He awesome. has accessible healthcare. And then what really catapulted us and was like fire in the beginning was um, a brand called Detect and it's an at-home PCR um, wow. COVID test wow. and that was based on you know past relationships in the industry and someone that was working with this brand that's a Guilford Connecticut company it's a health incubator and they really want to make testing accessible not just for COVID for all like for all different types um, globally so that was something that we did media management you know, mm. content writing for, it was all hands on deck because you yeah. can imagine what that was like. Yeah. Um, but it's just really cool to be able to work with brands of all sizes and even launch new products. We're working with a barbecue sauce brand based in Marshfield that is launching in the spring. Cool. Is it, now is it just you? Do you have other people working for you? How's, how's it work? Yeah, so that's another. So when I talked about, you know, having the right team in right. place, um, you know, it's, it's important to me to have that for clients. Mm -hmm. So you're matching the needs of the company based to your team, right? Mm -hmm. So we have people in-house. Um, we have a team of four that's mm -hmm. like right here in Marshfield. Okay. And then we work with consultants and contractors um, nationally. And we scale up or scale down based mm -hmm. on our clients' needs. And I think, again, it all dates back to relationships, understanding what the need is and saying, okay, like, let's take a step back. What are you working on? Maybe we don't go right to social media, organic social media. Maybe we look at messaging, create a guide, put some templates together and look at the theme or look at, you know, some moments in time that you want to start so you can do it in a consistent way and add value. 
Is there one service you offer more than others? Um, I would say digital marketing, social media management, mm -hmm. um, and websites. Is there one thing you enjoy more than, more than others? Is that one thing that you really, really enjoy doing? You know, I really love the um, relationship side. Of it. I like the assessment and the okay. the beginning part of it because that really sets the goals for yeah. what we're doing together. I can't say I like messaging over branding. I like the whole package. I like seeing something from start to finish mm -hmm. and really adding impact. You know, one of our clients had such a great opportunity and we went in and we went and did branding, yeah. um, consistency on social media management, set them up with almost like a guide of yeah. messaging and branding and graphics. And now they're executing on their own and we're supporting on the paid advertising side because that's really what they need. They need lead gen. So it's a matter of, you know, I love the opportunity to evaluate and assess and be like, how can we help drive your business? Yeah. Kind of that. See where you started when you came with us and yes. now here's where you ended. Exactly. Or where you're at currently. Exactly. Um, you know, PRP, you know, the PR world, sometimes there's, you specialize <laughs> in different, you know, industries, clientele. Do you have a specific sure. one that you really, you know, that's kind of like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm really, this is kind of an area of focus for me. For PR? Yeah. Um, I've had so many different <laughs> so you're <journalist>. experiences. <laughs> yes. So I am kind of like the journalist PR person. I'm, I'm quick to study yeah. <laughs> on um, the topic at hand. I mean, I did spend 13 years in the juvenile and parenting yeah. space. So that's probably most top of mind yeah. when it comes to longevity. But as far as like food and beverage, I mean, I've worked on everything from ice cream, Baskin Robbins, to coffee, <laughs> to yeah. candy, right. to, you know, home and garden. We did, I worked back in the day on a mosquito abatement machine. <laughs> so, okay. and I, t we took them from, you know, startup to Inc. 500, fastest growing company. Um, so, you know, it really depends on, on what it is, but I'm so passionate about delivering the message. Yeah. I think for me, it's more about what the opportunity is. And if someone's passionate about growing their brand, I'm jumping in and helping them figure out how to do it. What's a marketing or PR campaign that you've been really proud of? Marketing or PR campaign I've been really proud of. Uh, it's hard to pick just one. Well, you can give me one or give me two. <laughs> I, I think how we worked with Detect was okay. pretty awesome. Um, and what we did with them as far as working on the government side, working on the community side, being able to pull together um, press conferences within mm -hmm. 48 hours, if not less, and really pumping out the content in the news. So it's not just a moment in time. You're then looking at all the different implications on social media and how that's relaying over to paid ads and all of that. That's something I'm really proud of. I'm proud of the work that we've done with some of the local businesses on branding and really giving them the confidence to jump into the marketing world in a more consistent, cohesive way. Mm -hmm. And then also, I think I'm most proud of some of the mistakes that we've made. <laughs> And then worked with, and it's not just mistakes, it's like learnings. It's like, it okay, like, that didn't go according to plan, but how do we fix it and right. how do we make it better? So, and that's really humbling from a marketing PR person because they never like to admit that they make yeah. mistakes. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, 
But I think right now, as as a business owner, I'm really starting to embrace the fact that like you're going to make mistakes. Right. Try to get ahead of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also work with your partner to make sure that you have a solution and that you're working with them. Like, hey, this happened. How are we going to fix it? Here are recommendations. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that uh, crisis communication thing, like, but like turned around. Turned around, exactly. So I guess that in the PR side, what I love doing most is crisis communications. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, but one of the things that we're working on that's really cool is that we're working on. It's a local company. I mean, it's e-com, so they have national presence. Um, but they're based in originally in Brookline, now in Hyde Park. It's called Magic Beans. They used to actually yeah. have a retail mm-hmm. in Norwell. And then they, they have two locations now, um, but they, um, you know, do do a lot of e-com business. So they're going to be one of the first, they're going to be the only distributor for a new stroller brand that's coming over from Europe. So someone that is so smart in business and has able to have been able to pivot in retail because yeah. brick and mortar, I mean, even, even before COVID, brick and mortar yeah. was in jeopardy mm-hmm. based on Amazon and competition. And this is a retailer that has really always stayed ahead and figured out ways to like streamline, pivot, look at marketing to e-com. And now is going to be the a distributor for a brand that's coming from overseas and it's so cool because there's not typically innovation in the stroller world (laughs) and this is one that we get to help launch a brand so I think I I do really like launching brands and Mm -hmm. figuring out that roadmap and strategy that's a lot of what I did at agency life it's what I did in-house and it's what we're doing now and I'm really excited about what we're doing with um, Rebel North barbecue as well which is the barbecue sauce brand in Marshfield What's that one thing people don't realize about the working in the PR and marketing world? It never stops. <laughs> um, well, you know what? <laughs> I One thing that people don't realize. Um, hmm. I think people don't realize that it's important to not just jump right in without a plan and a strategy. Mm-hmm. And that the most important thing and I, I think I've said this before, so I don't mean to sound like we're broken record, no. but the most important thing is to really do a self-evaluation and intake before you take on marketing, just so you're aware. Um, and then we come in as a partner and we're like, okay, here's here's our recommendations on how to do it. But getting a business or a brand unstuck <laughs> Okay. Is is one of the things that I think is the hardest on both sides. Like, I want to do it. I want to do it. Oh, I'm not sure. Like, how do I do it? I'm like, no, no. Like, we're gonna help you. It's yeah. not. It's actually not that scary. We just need to figure out the map, the roadmap, and roadmap timeline. What your budget is and what your value is, and you can start somewhere. So as long as you start. Do you find one of the challenges like when you're working with a small business that the, you know, the client is so married to the, the material in the business that it's almost like they it's tough for them to kind of separate and listen to you and be like, all right, I'm here to help you. You know what? I have to say, yes, I would think that would happen more often than it doesn't, but we haven't run into that as much. I'm fully prepared for that though, because I understand it. And I experienced that on my own when I'm marketing Amplicity. Um, I I think I'm a better marketer for other people sometimes than Amplicity. So that's like, we're going into year three, right? I'm like, okay, so we're going to do a better job of marketing our agency because it can't be the cobbler's 
kill, like children has I, it, holes I think in their I think it's, it's a common thing in, in like just any communications thing anyway, yeah. anywhere. But, you know, I think it's always important to listen mm-hmm. to our clients because there's no one that knows their business better than they do. So it's not a matter of them being too tied or married to what they're doing and not being willing. It's giving them different perspectives. So they say, like, here's your perspective. Listen to what they say. Almost, like, parrot it back so they hear it. And then give them other options. Mm -hmm. Because the last thing people want to hear is, we don't, we don't agree. They just want to know how to get better. So if we listen, hear where they're at, and then give them options on ways to grow, evolve, you know, refine, then it's collaborative and it's a partnership versus you should do this. Yeah. That's not really ever our approach. Right. It's more like listening, taking in the feedback, understanding where they're at, and then giving them recommendations right. on where to start. So what separates you from others in the same space? Um, I really, I think I mentioned, but I really believe that it's the passion as to why we started okay. mixed with the people and the technology okay. and the ability to scale based on our clients' needs. So we have the people, which is the relationship side and the experience, which is anything from management to operations to PR to marketing to digital. Then it is a technology that we now have the ability to assess what's working, what's not working, how it's performing in real time. And we have that dashboard that we can offer to our clients. And then the ability to really come in and be the bandwidth for our clients as they need it. Some clients are like, I don't want to touch marketing. (laughs) Run with it. I just want to know what's happening. And then I will see it and it'll be great. Mm -hmm. Other clients are very hands-on. So it's a matter of like assessing. And and then it's asking like, what do you like to do? What part of your business do you like? Mm -hmm. And having those honest conversations. And some people really are like, you know what? I really like posting every day. That's what I like to do. And if that's what you like to do, great. We can help on the content creation side. We can help on, you know, the copywriting side. We can work on the paid digital side and say, hey, you need to do target ads here. Or, you know, we need to supplement this with organic social and then, you know, geofencing. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's just different things. Or, hey, I know that you really love your website, but based on our um, assessment, it didn't really rate as high as we would hope. Here's a way to get it to be better mm-hmm. and doing that. Right. <laughs> so business is all about partners. So yes. who are the best partners for you? It's a really good question. The best partners for me, um, well, not for me, for Amplicity, I would say are, when you say partners, do you mean like, Within the industry, or do you mean businesses? Business, I'd say like business, like a like B two B connection sort of thing. Sure, I think you know like things who, like like who's going to help you generate more business? Absolutely. So, I think that um, Marshfield Chambers a great one. Yeah. Working within the community that you're in is important, but then also working within larger networks is equally important mm-hmm. because my vision for Amplicity is to be an amazing marketing agency in Marshfield, mm-hmm. but have national reach. 
So keeping the balance of, you know, partnerships that we have on the West Coast, um, whether it's through entertainment or whether it's through networking or whether it's through different events. Uh, we do a lot of nonprofit work. And so just really keeping those connections that you've built over the years um, is important. But I think it, it stems from starting with your roots and the local businesses here networking within your community, but then also looking at other opportunities elsewhere. So what's the best piece of advice you've been given from a business perspective? The best piece of advice given. God, I've been given so much business advice lately. Like what's someone's, like, what's the best piece of advice you've been given from, like, you know, someone that you worked with that maybe had a job in the past or, you know, yeah. a mentor? You know, we've all had mentors, you know. Yes, I've had great mentors. Um... I think the best piece of advice that I've received, or one of them, was to follow your gut. Um, and actually, I can tell you one of the most, like, <laughs> one of the memories that I have from a newsroom situation, which stuck with me forever. Um, I was in the newsroom, and my one of my first bosses, his name was Charlie Kay, and he was, like, industry standard at CVS News. Mm-hmm. And I was on the assignment desk, and we were... It was, um, it was a little boy that... It was in Florida. I can't remember. His name was Elias Gonzalez, I think. And yeah, it was a whole, yeah, I remember that, yeah. I, oh, and I can't remember exactly what the story was, but... It was it was something like his... His, his dad? His, it was like his dad had him and his yes. mom. Yeah. And it, it was, was a like, custody thing. It became yes, like a big... It was huge. Yeah. And it was right when I was there, and it was probably like week one into <laughs> it. And I had to fact check, and I had to find people within before the next newscast mm-hmm. to comment. So I was calling... Everyone and anyone that could be a source. So it was people on the street. It was other reporters. It was getting, like, witnesses and then credible um, bystanders to speak and comment. And then also researching and fact-finding at the same time. And I went to him, and I had my whole sheet. And he was like, are you 100% sure of your facts? And I said, yes. And he was like, do not speak unless you're 100% sure if you're not take a minute, turn around. He's like, because nev- like one thing in news is yeah. do not speak unless you're 100% accurate because mm-hmm. if you speak without accuracy, you will damage your credibility forever. Mm-hmm. And that has always stuck with me. So while I communicate, I, if you talk to anyone, I talk all of the time. <laughs> when it comes to facts and delivering certain news or communication, yeah. I always 100% make sure I'm factually accurate. So that's one thing that has stuck with me forever. I think in the business side, um, one of the things that I've learned um, is just being able to start fresh almost every day. Mm-hmm. Understand the like what the day before has ha- like it happened, yeah. but it's a new day and you can. There's a solution to everything. You just have to figure it out. Right. And also just the importance of relationships. Mm-hmm. For me, it's always been relationships, credibility, honesty, and being true to your word. Mm-hmm. If you could jump in the time machine to the star of your career, what would you tell yourself? Get ready. It's going to be not anything that you expected. 
I, I just, I couldn't have dreamt that I would be here right now, to be honest. And I've just had so many different opportunities and it's all been very, I'm fortunate. I've had the ability to travel internationally for work. I've had the ability to be part of incredible entertainment productions and shows. I've met great talented people. I've learned from so many different people in news, in PR, in marketing. And it's just, I, I never thought that I would have had the journey that I've had and that now I'm having the ability to put it all together and then have a team that is now working with businesses to kind of drive their vision from a marketing standpoint. It's really cool. And last but not least, for those that want to know more about Lane Publicity, where can they go? Sure. Um, we have social channels. So it's at Amplicity.com, C-O-M-M. And we also have a Facebook page. But our website is Amplicity.buzz, B-U-Z-Z. So you can check that out. We're actually going through our own little brand refresh at the moment. <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you.